Let's go talk to Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal. Couch of the Rube podcast is available wherever you download podcasts. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Graham? I'm well, Bill. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, uh, we get July tomorrow. Uh, start thinking more football. I've read a few of the college football preview magazines. Always this time of year I get excited. And if a Michigan State fan is listening right now, Graham, what should they be excited about when it comes to the potential of this Spartan football team? Well, I think there's as much reason to hope as there is to worry. And so you might as well hope, right? I mean, that's there's a lot of unknowns. And I think at some point, like, there's more depth on the offensive line by a long ways than a year ago. Is that good depth? Is it is, what, what's the talent level? I don't, I don't think we know yet, but, like, uh, th- that's encouraging. At some point, does that unit take a take a step defensively? I think there's they're they're pretty good in the front seven. And, and is this a year that group takes a turn? We we just don't know a quarterback. I think they'll be okay at receiver. Um, but there are a lot of reasons. Like it, you know, I don't think what happened in 2021 will happen again because like a, a Kenneth Walker, those guys are just rare, and he was such a difference maker and and just such a part of what they became, but we could wind up being pleasantly surprised by the product on the field. And, and so I think, you know, basically the, the unknown is, is as positive as it is negative. Who do you think will be uh, the starting QB? And again, the question that nobody can answer until you actually see the games is how strong will Michigan State be at that quarterback position? My guess is, unless you know, Kaiten Hauser really uh, does something spectacular in August, it'll be Noah Kim's job to start the season and, and potentially to lose. And I think that makes sense on a couple fronts. One, he was ahead um, at the end of the spring, and and also I think it's easier to go from an older guy give, who's waited his turn, been the backup, to a younger guy than have a younger guy beat that guy out bench a younger guy. I think once you go to a Caton Hauser, you're making that turn, uh, you know, probably for, for, for good or you're hoping to. So I would guess it's Noah Kim. Uh, you know, if he's, if it's, uh, if he's, if as long as he's solid in the, in, in the fall camp, I mean, he's sort of been patient and, and, and earned his chance. I think they like some things about him. So that, that would be my guess right now. Yeah. You used the word patient uh, in your last answer about the quarterback position for Mel Tucker make a nine and a half million, I had Stout on last hour that the number one thing that the Michigan State fan talks about and the media discusses is how much money Mel Tucker is making and why uh, that should correlate to strong football teams each and every year. Yeah, so where I disagree is what I think it should correlate to is where the program gets to. I think that's what they paid for. They paid for this to be a program that is in a sphere that is year in and year out competing for playoff berth and that is competing with Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State to get there, though. But it doesn't, just because he's making that much money at the front end of the deal doesn't mean you get to be there right away. And I think that, you know, you go back to, you know, patience, it, it's the hardest thing is the timing of when he was hired. And people hate it because it's, it's taken this long. And then you do get a year like 2021 where there's sort of a flash-in-the-pan season that that sort of gives people the, the wrong perception about where the program actually is. 
But the reality is, is, is that his first, like, first true on-campus recruiting class are this year sophomores and redshirt freshmen. And so they're still not your main guys throughout the roster. And so if, if you want to judge a college football coach on players that weren't his, only on transfers, and, and you want to do that, then you're never going to get where you want to go as a program. If you don't have the patience to give a coach the time, and it's different with Tucker, because there was the pandemic, because D'Antonio left in February and he missed out on a full recruiting class, it's different than it is with most coaches. But this is the equivalent of 2008 D'Antonio. And, and so you think about his rise and really when they got to be somewhere was, was 2010, which was, uh, you know, sort of his true year four. That, I mean, that's, the, those, that's sort of the hard reality for, for MSU. Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal opinion maker, joining us on the huge show across uh, Michigan. Uh, let's touch on Tom Izzo, Michigan State basketball for a moment. That's on the opposite end of the spectrum, pretty much preseason top five, six, seven, wherever you look in these way too early top 25 prognostications. Izzo seems really relaxed. I've always watched Tom, and I can almost read how a team is going to be based on uh, where Tom's at mentally, how he looks, how he feels, how he talks. Uh, Your thoughts about this Spartan basketball team, that 2023-2024 squad? Yeah, I mean, I think it's as intriguing and as anticipated as a team as I've covered because it is just sort of the rare threaded needle in today's college and in any year of college basketball, but especially today where you have a lot of veterans who've been in a lot of big games who you think are really good. Uh, and then you have a freshman class with four blue chippers that you really like long-term that are going to have to you know, battle for minutes and, and, and hopefully elevate your level uh, overall and, and, and your ceiling. And I... You know, so yeah. I mean, it's uh, last night was the mo- beginning of the Moneyball Pro Am, which had all four freshmen playing in it here in Lansing and your whole high school. And you know, there's I yeah, those kids did not disappoint. They're going to be fun. I don't know how. You know, I think th- their roles will vary, um, but they'll all contribute. I don't think any of them will start the season as, as starters. Uh, but it, it is you know, he's got something going too in the sense that in a, in a day and age where people transfer. All these kids stuck around. And what's interesting about that is, you know, I could make an argument for several of these kids to have wanted to go somewhere else. But I, it's harder to make that argument at the end of next year. So they stuck around. Their roles may be limited this year. And then yet at the end of the year, maybe they'll leave. But by the same token, at, at that point, there will be a clear pass for playing time. So now it doesn't make as much sense. If you're going to go, go earlier. And so he may have uh, – it, it, it's – kind of it's bizarre by not getting in the transfer portal much by you know telling his own guys he was going to rely on them and bank on them he seems to have built up some level of loyalty there and and um he's got he's got what every coach i think in college basketball would love to love to have yeah it will be interesting and and i do wonder because we've always heard about Izzo wanting that second national championship if he gets it do you think he's done he doesn't look like a guy who's close to retirement to me yeah i don't yeah i mean he's always i think he's said that he's, he's thought that at times but like 
I don't know what else he would do. I think he's a lifer, and I don't think he's done. And I think he would regret leaving early. Um, that said, you know, if he wanted, I could see it. But I, I could also see him, you know, going three, four more years. And, and if he's got a group he enjoys, and he, and, you know, and I think there's – the other thing is I, I think the season after you win a national title in some ways could be a lot of fun – to be a part of, you know, when you're sort of adored and you, 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 the pressure's off, but you've got a really good team still. So if that were to happen, say this year, and he's got, you know, a lot of these guys back, the team's a little different, but he's got a lot of talent and a chance to be a contender again. And you know, why not? Why not go for three if you still have it in you? So I, I would be surprised if he's done after this year. But I also think, I also think I will be surprised when he steps down. I think it'll it'll catch me off guard. So I don't. It's very hard to predict. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal. Also, Couch in the Room podcast available wherever you download uh, podcasts. Graham, thank you so much for the conversation. Enjoy the weekend. You too. Thanks, Bill. Take care.